is learn how to unlock the profit that is hiding in your business. Now, a lot of companies, you know, they they want to obviously they start the business because they're fulfilling their passion, but that doesn't automatically qualify them to know how to run a business. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Nita Solanke of NitaSolanke.com. Nita, it's great to have you on the show. I'm going to say good afternoon because I'm in the UK and it's an afternoon for me. So thank you very much, Gresh, for your time to, uh, for, you know, for the opportunity and um, to speak to your audience. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you on and, and get to touch all parts of, of the globe, it seems like, and hear the good morning when it's good afternoon and all of that is super <laughs> exciting, uh, the, the, the time and place that we live in. And so um, before I jumped into the interview, I wanted to read a little bit more about Nita so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Nita is a leading edge business strategist to entrepreneurs, small, small to medium business owners, ready to elevate their performance and reignite the fire and passion back into their life and business. And using her tailored, unique, agile framework that encapsulates her 20 years of experience in change management, accounting, marketing, process improvement, scenario planning, and using analytics, Nita works directly with entrepreneurs, small to medium business owners who are looking for the competitive edge, those ready to make the difficult decisions that provide the cash flow to bridge and navigate any terrain facing them. Given Nita's extensive corporate background, this enables her partner leaders who wish to transition any doubt or fear hindering their performance and re-energize their teams to experience exemplary results. And with the current economic challenges in these unprecedented times, the pressure and stress are at an all-time high, and the old mindset will not address the new challenges facing leaders in the new norm. And I absolutely love that everything that Nita is working on. Um, and, and, and when we initially connected, we had an awesome conversation. I, I like to read um, about during times like this, and during times like this, you can't do the old things in order to see the new. So I love everything that you work about is about helping people to thrive in these times. So Nita, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready, Grish. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit and hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Okay. So I think to kind of summarize my story, it's all about resilience in terms of when I was 24, I qualified as a chartered management accountant. I got promoted, but then I got challenged. My manager, she gave me the pay rise, she gave me the, um, the promotion, but then she said, you won't get anything better elsewhere. And I was like, oh. And then literally that was my moment of pivot where I was expecting to go move on to another company and work as an accountant. I actually got offered a job as a, business, a software business consultant. And I did that for the next 20 years. And what that gave me was exposure to different industries, exposure to change management, not, not in terms, you know, as well as business processes, but also people in terms of, you know, a walk, helping them go through the changes through, through, the, you know, through their working life, um, but also analytics, as I mentioned before. And so another reason why I say resilience is because I've actually got made redundant three times. Now, even though without looking for a job, I managed to get a job within weeks. It is a case of how that made me feel during that time, okay? And so why I started my business is because if you don't believe in yourself, but others do, or if you're stuck on the next step 
and you need guidance. Well, I've been there, you know, and so I hear, hear I hear you, you know, the business owners that, and, and, and so even though I you know, got a job straight away, when COVID hit, oh my God, it was literally zero. And so what I've learned is that, and through working with other businesses as well, is that so many businesses out there that are looking, you know, just surviving, yet there's so many opportunities to actually thrive in business. And so, you know, one of my reasons to start my own business is to help business owners take that courageous action. And as I said, as you said, ignite the fire and passion back into their business, which they already had. Yes. But what I found is many business owners are feeling, you know, they want to grow, yet they, they, they're feeling stuck. Yes. Or they're, they're confused and stressed because they're too busy working in their business rather than on their business. And there is a difference. And, you know, yes, you can still work in your business, but you've got to work if you want to grow or if you know where you want to go, then you, you need to plan working ahead of yourself as well. And so it's all about championing and helping them transform their business ideas into exponential financial success. And so what in terms of what I offer is I offer a 15 week one to one program with business owners who and it is a case of, you know, again, I'm in the UK, but one thing the pandemic has taught all of us is that we can reach out to anybody. Yes. So I offer biweekly uh, virtual you know, Zoom call meetings to go through the framework that, uh, that you mentioned that I actually designed um, over, you know, basically encapsulating all my years of experience where, but I also offer like half days or one day boot camps as well with the business owners or their teams um, as well. And it is about helping them not only just maintain the way their business is today, but actually, to, you know, kind of go into kind of say, where are, where do you want to go? And, and um, how can you gain new, you know, transform your ideas into, into, uh, into reality, shall I say. Um, my, as you said, competitive edge, you know, a lot of people, a lot of business owners and say, they find themselves at the competing on price because they compare themselves to other business owners. Whereas if you actually look within, and it's all about awareness actually, in terms of aware of what you've got to offer to then say, well, how can I, how is this unique to what I offer compared to other people? But you shouldn't really be comparing yourself. And so what's unique about my business is about taking what I call a balanced approach to success, okay? Uh, I've got proven powerful strategies that I use to help business owners to enable what we call that growth mindset, okay? Um, so my, my model is called the success, success Accelerator, and it consists of five Ps. The first one is the, the persona. So I wanna go and understand the business owner first in terms of what makes you and what breaks you. Now I love, because my background, I mean, I, my, the last corporation I worked for was IBM and they, they're known for that, their acronyms. Um, so when I say, what is your persona code? The code is an acronym. You know, what is your charisma, your personality? What are your objectives? Why did you start your business? Uh, why now? Yes. And then going to look, what I call peeling the layers. Now I was my first customer. So I've kind of gone through all of these stages myself in terms of what are your doubts? Why haven't you got to where you want to be? Yes. But also what are your ethics, your values? Because one thing I found is that where you could find there's lots of competition out there. If you know your values and in a way who you are as a person and you want to portray that into your business, then that's gonna be 
you know, your business is, is your brand, which will make it, your business authentic. And then before you know it, you people will be buying for you because it's you as a person, because people buy from people, whether it's a product or service, because you've got that custom service. And so it is about, you know, looking at yourself, becoming aware so that you can portray that into your business culture. And the next piece is the people in terms of who are the people that you interact with? Is it, you know, and when I was actually, but the acronym is stick with the right people. And the C is your customers to know who are your clients? Do you want, you want to be in a position where you can choose your clients, but what problem are you trying to solve? Is there a problem or is it a gain? And by pushing yourself into the shoes of the client, you get to appreciate why customers buy from you so that you can gain loyal customers rather than competing on price. When we all know when competing on price, it can be very stressful. Then it's about stamping your presence in the market in terms of your digital voice. If you don't put it out there, then chances are somebody else will. And we all know about you know, the power of social media. Then I kind of get a bit more into getting smarter with the numbers. First of all, starting off with the water in your pool of cash. Because if businesses want to grow, they, they need to have a steady cash flow, yes? Um, and so they, they need to understand what it takes to have a steady, steady cash flow. And then finally, how to spice up your profit, knowing the numbers, whether it's your pricing strategy or looking after the bottom line. And so what I've, what I've you know, learned to, you know, just from looking at what's in the market, that I found one of my unique um, offerings is this 20 years of experience of not only different industries, but going through the economy. So when I was made redundant the first time, that was 2009, when the economy literally went into depression. And so how do you overcome that? You know, uh, but not, not only myself, but also businesses as well. And, and what I've also found is, yes, business knowledge, sales and marketing, but also the accounting, um, because it is at the end of the day, all about the numbers. Um, because, you know, in most cases, we we think profit, but we spend cash. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, a lot of people need to look at that. Um, but also thinking outside the box, you know, because I've been exposed to not only retail, manufacturing, service, apparel, all these different industries, you know, a lot of people, what I've also found is a lot of businesses want to think outside the retail industry, maybe look at financial services. And because I've had experience in those industries, it helps them, them to actually think outside the box. So I probably put a lot all into there in terms of who I am, what I offer, and what I believe is unique about me. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And mm -hmm. I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? My biggest um, CEO hack is actually learning through podcasts. Okay. So I listen to your podcast. Uh, I've recently joined uh, a membership called, uh, which it's uh, Leadership Global, so Leadership Global, um, which has been great because you hear, you hear from CEOs, um, but also Jay Shetty. Uh, he's been a, a great inspiration, especially on the mindset and understanding what's going on. But also Rich Roll as well in terms of the health side. Appreciate that. And you might have already touched on this, but I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget, which is kind of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be what you touched on, but it might be something you would jump into a time machine and tell your younger business self. In terms of my nugget is learn how to unlock the profit that is hiding in your business. Now, a lot of companies, you know, they they want to obviously they start the business because they're fulfilling their passion, but that doesn't automatically qualify them to know how to run a business. Okay. And so 
you know, unfortunately, you've got to understand the numbers. And as I said before, we all think profit, but we spend cash, you know, and, you know, it can backfire in so many ways. And so think about each of your expense lines, okay? In terms for one, for one example could be the payment terms, whether it's your suppliers or when you pay your taxes. You don't want to pay too early, but you don't want to pay too late. So you want to pay roughly on time. Now, that difference in terms of paying today compared to tomorrow, that could make a big impact on your cash flow, which might make it your cash available to buy new equipment for future investment. Okay. Another one could be look at your expense lines and see what is a necessity and what is luxury. Now, if I was making cupcakes, for example, and I was using Belgian chocolate, okay, what value does that bring to my client? Do they notice the difference? In which case, yes, great. If, if I'm cooking cupcakes for kids, most likely they don't appreciate the, the Belgian chocolate, in which case I'm actually, it, the price is going to be too high for them. So you've got to look at your necessities and your luxuries to kind of say, is this bringing value or is it actually hitting my bottom line you know, in terms of profit. Um, if you've got premises, look at your running cost. You know, um, opening times to when your clients actually come. And if there's an idle time, that's costing you money. Again, okay? so all of these little areas are, you know, it's, it's potential profit that is hiding that you can release and then it will automatically affect on your bottom line. There you go. Absolutely. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping out different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Nita, what does being a CEO mean to you? Okay. I'm going to step a, back, a little bit back first. First of all, I'm going to say, what does success mean to you? Okay. Because people interpret success in different ways. For me, it's to have what I call that moment of contentment. Okay. I feel free, but I feel satisfied. Okay. So what a CEO means, uh, means to me is someone that wants to grow but not alone okay you know to transfer skills so that everybody shines in their own way Nita, truly appreciate that and i appreciate your time even more what i wanted to do is just pass you the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on Okay, thank you. Uh, first of all, I tend to hang out on LinkedIn, uh, so you can find me at uh, Nita Solanke, which is NWTA. So I would say I'm the Nita, not Anita. Okay. <laughs> um, and the one bit of advice I want to give, well, actually, there's two. One, always put yourself into the client's shoes. So think of your ideal client, always put yourself into the client's shoes. Because one thing I found, especially from coaching other businesses, is that there was one lady who she was, she was like, I don't know why no one signed up for my course. And I said, well, I tried to, I pretended that I was interested in your course. I clicked and the link wouldn't work. I clicked, okay, a couple of weeks later, I clicked and it took me to another website, took me to your Facebook. It was just too much, yeah? And so think about your client's journey, but put yourself, you know, think about when you're buying something, how would you expect to be served? In which case, make sure you're delivering that to your client as well. So one of my mottos is always treat people like you want to be treated, okay? Um, the second one is, um, don't be perfect. Just be real. That's what I want to say on that one. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a mic drop moment to say the least. And I think that authenticity is something that allows us to kind of connect with so many people. But I think it, you're absolutely right where we understand that uh, 
not only are we going through a journey ourselves personally, but we also understand our clients and the people around us are too. So it's so important to kind of, um, you know, switch switch the 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 um, vantage point, I guess, that we're looking as well too, to be able to see and, and put ourselves through that to see um, how we can create success for so many people. So mm-hmm. need to truly appreciate that. Um, we will definitely have the links and information in the show notes as well too, but thank you so much for all the awesome work you do, loads of gems and knowledge that you provided for us today as well too. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.